Welcome to the Connector Podcast, an ongoing conversation connecting fintechs, banks, and regulators worldwide. Join CEO and founder Cohen van der Hoydonk as you learn more about the latest available trends and solutions in the markets. Welcome to another podcast by the Connector and Fintech Belgium, live streaming from DFS, the Digital Finance Summit, right in Brussels, the middle of Europe. And it's my first one of the day, and today I've got with me Philip from Amindus. Can you tell me, Philip, what do you do and what is your role? I, uh, I have been with Amindis uh, for more than 20 years now, mm-hmm. and I serve the CEO leading the business development team. And what does Amindis do? Amindis provides uh, software solutions for asset management company and insurance company, focusing on uh, investment management across uh, various asset classes. Mm-hmm. Our uh, key points are providing in-depth analysis and report, including ESG return and risk. Ah, super interesting. It's so hot today, talking about sustainability and ESG. So how do you see the ESG regulations impacting our financial industry? Clearly, ESG has profoundly changed the financial industry. Mm-hmm. Regulation like uh, SFDR, PEI, uh, and taxonomy uh, have required a lot of change in operational process in these companies and also increase in uh, investment in new software and data source. It also requires a change in the communication with the customers because the customers are waiting more explanation about the ESG strategy and the impact on the performance and risk. Mm-hmm. And it's quite complicated to uh, organize due to the, the lack of standardization in the data. Mm-hmm. That, that is very true. And uh, lack of standard is not only a thing that is happening just in Europe, it's a global thing. So I was sort of wondering, how would you then align and how do you evolve with all these changing ESG regulatory frameworks? Uh, Hemendis has decided to develop uh, ESG module already in 2018. And um, the flexibility of the software architecture we have helped us to develop easily the new function to fit the new regulatory framework. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this solution, we introduce a new concept called uh, new ERR allowing to combine analysis around along three different axes, mm-hmm. impact, risk, and returns. And it helps the investors to understand or to view his portfolio uh, on a more comprehensive way and to understand the impact on performance and risk of the ESG constraints. So you can uh, more present your, your investment strategy, you, you can you can have a better investment strategy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, very often in the, in the market, regulations are viewed as a challenge. But what I hear is that this could be something that you bring to your customers. So how do you see uh, ESG as potentially being an, an opportunity for our market? Uh, ESG uh, can be a, a real opportunity for the asset manager to differentiate them. 
uh, it's quite uh, easy. It's allowed them to, to showcase the, the quality of their investment, including mm -hmm. ESG factor, and also to create a specific product that the competitors cannot offer. And clearly, the, the regulation can also become a competitive advantage. Mm -hmm. Is it because of regulation or is it because you guys are a very high-tech technology company? Uh, probably uh, the two. <laughs> uh, yes, the technology is key in our approach. And uh, we, uh, we have a specific concept in our solution called uh, Build Not Code. Mm -hmm. And it's allow uh, the investor or the company to easily answer the new regulation requirements and new business requirements. And not at a very extensive cost, because it's quite also a, a challenge to keep costs under control in this company. And uh, we can say that the customers with our solution keeps uh, ahead in the competition in business opportunity, but also uh, minimize the risk of non-compliance. Mm -hmm. That's quite uh, the, the major advantage we can bring to our customer. So now you talk about the, the customer as being the B2B customer, but what about the customer of the customer? So you and I living in one street, uh, dealing with ESG, how do you see the behavior of the end customers changing or not because of these regulations? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> the... It's difficult to know or, or we can Im if the ESG regulation impact really the, the people on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. in, in practice today, it's more regulation of insurance company and other company that push the ESG uh, market in the asset management. Uh, because a lot of private people are not always... Uh, ready to eventually uh, lose a part of the performance for better ESG impact. Mm -hmm. or how much are we ready to pay for uh, less uh, carbon emission in the management of our uh, securities? Mm -hmm. It's the questions. I think it's a very good question. And, and once I was talking to a professor and uh, he said to me, How can you put a constraint and still expect something more as a return? Yeah, it could sometimes, but uh, as you know, it could be a line, but in, in certain situations, it could be different. Yeah. And the last year with uh, uh, the growth of the price in the fossil fuel sectors and so on, uh, people that uh, exclude this type of securities of their portfolio uh, win less money than the other one mm -hmm. and you have to explain it and it's why we try to do with our software because we have a lot of functions in our software that can also show what you save as carbon by example and what is the impact on the performance you have and it's we have a good combination between these two and it's important also to explain because this is the only way to to solve the problem for long term mm -hmm. so you're talking about transparency mm -hmm. and if you talk about transparency Um, how do you deal with the fact that the, the framework that is set in Europe is different than the one in the US? It's different than the one in 
globally, to be honest. Uh, how does Amendis work with that? Or how do you deal uh, with that? As I said, we, we have a, a, a concept called uh, build not code, and it uh, allows us to adapt uh, easily the HGA framework across the different companies mm -hmm. without a lot of effort. And so it's not so complicated for our customer to deal with the different framework for, of the different countries. And so uh, you, you, you can uh, easily navigate uh, 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 across the, the, the countries to, to set mm -hmm. up the good regulation. Make, makes sense. So technological, technological flexibility. Yeah. Um, looking ahead, how do you anticipate ESG regulations to evolve? And how could we or what should we do to prepare? Um, clearly... I think the, the next challenge would be to uh, make ESG more uh, comparable because even if we have today uh, uh, regulation like SFDR, PEI and taxonomy, it's not enough for an investor to uh, compare uh, the business or the investment opportunities clearly. I, I'm quite sure that the next step would be to make the information more comparable between the different uh, investment you decide. So interoperability, as they call it so nicely. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. always the same words coming back in our industry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's clearly. But uh, before it was easy because you can compare the performance of a fund in between different asset management companies. But today, if you would like to compare ESG criteria, it's not so easy because you are so much uh, ESG indicator that are different. Mm -hmm. And at this moment, it's quite complicated to compare uh, some, uh, so, so, some indicator for this company with the indicator of the other company. You don't know if it's the same sense. And yeah, so the next step would be to, to, to do this. Mm -hmm. So and you compare apples with pears. Yeah, it's could be, and probably the with the highly uh, dynamic regulation we have for the last 10 years, the crucial point for the company is to uh, opt for a flexible and evolutive software to prepare for the new regulation change, because today you are never quite. You know that it will change in one year, two years, and it's the same for the different Aspect, mm -hmm. ESG, risk, and return. Makes a lot of sense. And uh, I'm glad that you brought these insights to our audience. We're almost at the end of our, our podcast. Time flies where you're having fun. Um, where can people contact you? Uh, the easiest way is to reach uh, Amindis at info at mm -hmm. And uh, my colleague, uh, Jean-Pierre Henge, will delight to help you for, to answer any questions you have. Excellent. Philippe, thank you so much for participating to this podcast. I wish you all the lots of joy here at DFS. And thank you for very much for the audience to tune in. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kern. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Connector Podcast. To connect and keep up to date with all the latest, head over to www.jointheconnector.com or hit subscribe via your podcast streaming platform.